So I recently had a chat with Yogev Gabay. He's one of my favorite YouTubers. He has an incredible channel where he analyzes really complex rhythms. He's the best at doing that that I've come across. He's also a monster drummer who's played with people like Tigran Hamasian. And we sat down and just had a chat about YouTube and rhythm and just music in general. And it was a really good time. So if you enjoy this, please go and follow all of Yogev's stuff. I'm going to post all his links down below. And I'm also planning on doing some more interviews in the near future. So if there's people you'd like me to talk to, please let me know in the comments. For now, enjoy my conversation with Yogev. I really I really appreciate you coming on and talking to me. Ah, no, sure, man. I, 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 it's, sure, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> yeah, I'm a huge fan huge fan of your videos. And, and your, Thank you. And Hago, too. Is that how you say it? Hago? Your sure, Hago, yeah. Hago, Hago, yeah. Hago. I'm going to just butcher every pronunciation with my American. Probably, probably. <laughs> so how do you say, how do you pronounce your name? That's... Try it. Oh, gosh. Uh, Yogev? Is it Gambe? That's pretty good, pretty actually. Yogev? Gambe? Yeah, okay. Gambe? So uh, so Americans put the accents yeah, on yeah, the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, the, the Hebrew pronunciation is Yogev. Yogev. Yeah, but the Americans just always call me like Yogev. Yogev, yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever. Okay, all right. Well, close enough. Yogev, go full American. I'm not going to pretend like I can I can do any of that. I've, I've lived in the U.S. my whole life, so. You went to Berkeley, right? Is that? Yes, I did. So you were, <laughs> you were, in, you were in the U.S. for a little while then? Hi, I'm coming back in a week oh, okay. Nice. Where are you headed? Um, my girlfriend is in Boston oh, at the nice. moment. And um, yeah, I haven't seen her in like six months. Oh, wow. That sucks. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah. We, I, we, we started the pandemic and with, uh, we moved to New York at the beginning of the pandemic. And it just kind of just uh, whatever happened with all that. And I'm here and she's there. Okay. But so you, um, you ended yeah. up going back because of all that. Yeah. I just, uh, I just lost all all the money i ever had basically <laughs> so i kind of had to come back yeah, here yeah. well that's rough just in general yeah i think that's <laughs> that's an experience for a lot of people i think yeah 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 so it was that the catalyst for you to start making all your videos that you're doing now was being uh quarantined uh, it was a big part of it i had the idea for a while because um because somehow i mean first uh, Obviously, I like, love the topic. Yeah, yeah. For like, oh, I, I've been the person that people call when they don't know what's going on with a, with a song. So it just happened enough times for me to just like think, oh, at some point I should do something like this, probably. But I kind of like I started thinking about it, and I kind of knew the amount of effort it's gonna take. And it was like, yeah, at some point I, I should I should do it, but I will only do it when I have like an, enough time to actually do it the way I want yeah, to yeah. do it, and that will never happen. Then it <laughs> happened. <laughs> and then after you know, okay, we have two week quarantine. Do you remember the two week quarantine yeah, five thousand years two, ago? Yeah, two fifteen days to slow spread. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, okay, we had two weeks, which from for us was was kind of great because we. Uh, got into a new apartment on March 1st, 2020. <laughs> so we were like, ah, okay, cool. Two weeks, we can set up stuff and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's great. And then the two weeks become a month. And then, you know, slowly just becomes forever. Yeah. And then at some point, it's just like, this may be the perfect time to just start it. 
because what I did in the beginning was I just, I made like three or four videos and I just send them out to people just as get feedback and stuff. Yeah. And then I started just uh, uploading it and it's, it's um, the old ones pretty, they suck bad. <laughs> I know. I hate watching your old videos is the worst, but it, it, it is pretty impressive. Like I've watched, I've watched pretty much since you started doing those, I've watched those videos and I've seen the improvement as it's gone along. Oh, thanks. You know, like in the video quality and just like the structure of everything. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you write scripts for your videos? Oh, you have no idea. Okay. Yeah. I figured as much because I do too. I like kind of like, because I feel like I'm terrible at talking on the camera. So if, like, if I have to script it I out. I mean, two, yeah, two reasons. One one of them is that. Yeah, yeah. Is, I mean, even in Hebrew, I can't, I, I, I just don't have that flow. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like, you know, without being like, eh, and uh like uh, like this thing <laughs> exactly yeah. so that's the, that's the first thing and the second thing is because i have i basically react to everything that i say yeah yeah i kind of have to i have to have it written down so i know what to film kind of so that so it makes so it makes sense so do you so yeah, do you, everything on those overhead shots are you filming that separately and then voicing over later that's how you're doing that yeah so i i write the whole thing I write the whole, just the text of everything. Um, and then I have, um, I just go sit on the table and figure out how everything is going to look basically. And then I, I write it down in the, like on the script. So basically you'll have like a paragraph and then underneath it, you just have what, what are you going to what you're going to see, like what I'm going to film kind of. Yeah. Once everything is written down, so text and all the like kind of like all the actions i can show you one if you want yeah. all the um the actions i need to take kind of then i film first i'm pointing here because my table that's where is your here table is yeah all yeah. The, yeah all the stuff <laughs> all your all little that, whatever and <laughs> um, so i film it first and just like you know i i basically just look at the instructions i wrote to myself you know take this put this here count to four or yeah. whatever do all that kind of stuff i, I filmed that first and then I record voiceover later and I, I film first because sometimes I do mistakes. Sometimes I like always do mistakes when I film. Yeah, yeah. And but sometimes I can fix them with uh with your with voice. Just saying something okay. else. Yeah. So so it's uh and it's easier to fix um mistakes on audio than yeah. on video. Yeah, definitely. So I I film and then I uh, then I record and then uh, and sometimes I have to re-record this this the video that, that i'm gonna do for tomorrow i had to re-record and one video i did in new york back when in new york i had to re-record four times oh no <laughs> which sucks i mean sucks very the bad. whole process of making videos like this if people don't know is really terrible <laughs> like it's, just it's in, tedious in it's long. super tedious takes forever and you know for me I, I i'll have like a script and you know i'll do a paragraph at a time or whatever and it's like I have to do 10 or 12 takes on each paragraph just for me to feel even comfortable, like with what I'm saying, you know, um, how long does it take you to edit these videos? It, it depends which, but it's, it's long days. Yeah. This video, the, the reason tomorrow, I spent all of Saturday on it. And when I say all of Saturday, I mean, it's probably 6 30 AM till like, nine <laughs> wow maybe yeah. with like a few hour break in the middle i would have brunch with my parents um but 
And then today I spent like a, another good amount. So it, it may it may be between 15 and 20 hours. Something like that. That's yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. It's, it's I mean it's it's also I'm I'm like I'm still not the best editor on the planet. So it, it's uh, uh like uh like a pro editor may do it but, way quicker. Yeah, yeah, the edits sure. are not that intense. But it's just, you know, yeah. it's me doing it. <laughs> it's That's one of the weird things about being a musician these days, I feel like. It's like you have to... So little of what I do, I feel like actually do music or being a musician. It's like, you know, like I didn't ever think I'd have to be a video editor or like a mixing engineer. Like all these different things that you end up having to do that you like... I, th- I just wanted to play guitar, you know? Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a different sphere for uh, for music. But that's what you have to do if you want to be able to do this kind of stuff for a living. So, yeah, but it's—I uh, mean, that's it's, it's just like the—I mean, I, I love it. Yeah, exactly. I, I love that. I mean, we are talking right now because of it. Yeah, exactly. Which is kind of cool. It, really it would cool. never happen if 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 that didn't happen. It's kind of like I, I yeah. a lot of I I know a lot of people who kind of like. Uh, they have this kind of like objection to all of that stuff, but I don't. I don't. I, no, no. I think it's pretty cool. I, and I, I got some really really cool projects out of it, and um, some even tomorrow. Tomorrow's video is uh, in collaboration with some really cool guitar player oh, that I like. So it's just cool that this can happen. So yeah, yeah, you could build up some kind of a following, and people enjoy what you do, and they reach out mm-hmm. to you. Um, so I saw that you just were involved or involved in a new project is that fractal sextet is that that's uh, it's uh yeah that's something i recorded in uh, september september and that's something that i got through this channel nice very cool it's um it's a project with um a bunch of european musicians okay and 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 they found me through through my videos And the guy just like emailed me and I just went to Switzerland to record. That's awesome. I did recognize, uh, I didn't recognize any of the names except for Colin Edwin, who was um, the former bass player for Porcupine Tree. Uh, He was the one who recommended me. Oh, nice. Very cool. That's awesome. Which I was like, holy shit. (laughs) You can't be real. That's so cool. Yeah. Because I've I've been talking with with, uh, the guitar player was the one that contacted me. Yeah. and we were talking blah blah blah, and at some point I, I I went to Switzerland to record, and then when we were talking about the project, I told him I'm a I'm a huge Porcupine Tree fan. Yeah, me too. And um, and I told him, and then he said that Colin is actually the the person who saw the video and said this is the guy for the project. Oh, nice. and I'm like, oh shit. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll be, I'll be, I'm excited to check that out. When, do you know when that's coming out? I don't. Okay. But I think it's it's probably soon. Okay. It's, it's it's pretty much done. Yeah. 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 Nice. That's awesome. Um, I was wondering, like, do you think uh, when you analyze this kind of music, is the approach you take to analyze it different than the approach you would take to if you were just to learn it and play it? Um. Hmm. I guess it depends on which song. Yeah. I guess because when, like, first of all, when I analyze stuff, especially if I have to present it, I, I, like, I triple check everything. Yeah. And I check, you know, I also look at other instruments and blah 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 and all that. If I have to learn it on drums, 
I can kind of just, you know, I can kind of just count on my ears more, but I've been doing it for so long. I've been dealing with this kind of music for so long that the, the, like, just analyzing the stuff, it's there anyway, yeah. regardless if I do it or not. And most things, not most maybe, but a lot of the things I can, I, I'm, I, I've been, I've been doing this enough for, for just, uh, I, I can just like hear, I can just hear it and just kind of like know what it is. I mean, to an extent, you know, if I, if I have to, whatever, if I have to, if I'll have to play something, I don't know. I can't like animals, litters or, yeah. or Meshuga stuff or blah, blah, blah. That stuff I need to probably sit down and just like figure it out because it's, it's, you know, it's complex it's just, enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's just one step like further, but a lot of the things I can, because at some point, a lot of the things they just repeat. Obviously. Yeah. So, you know, once you heard a grouping of seven, two, three, four, five, six times, it's like, okay, you can kind of like identify it pretty yeah, quickly. Latch onto it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, so it probably depends on 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 the song. Yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting because like some yeah, as you're saying, if it's not as complex, I think just playing it if you're used to doing this kind of stuff isn't that difficult. But then if you have to sit down and try to like analyze it and figure out how you're going to explain it to someone else, like that's another step that you wouldn't normally that's, do if you're just playing. Yeah, yeah, because I don't have to uh, like I have all of my background. I don't know yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, no. But like, so when I listen to something, it's I. I mean, I'm my my listening is has advanced so much because I've been doing it so much yep. that a lot of like, you know, preconceived ideas that I have are just already there. That's that's that that's what I come to the table with, kind yeah. of. And if I have to explain it to someone, it's like, ah, okay, listen, this is the note rate. This is what I know radio. You know, everything, <laughs> yeah. blah, blah blah blah, all that stuff that is just. Like stuff that you know, kind of. So it's um, yeah, explaining is 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 quite a lesson. Yeah, and I think that's what people really enjoy about your videos, and that's what I enjoy too. Like, obviously, I'm at a point where I understand what's going on with the music, kind of, you know, and I don't have to like have it dumbed down too much. But I I like what you do is that you make it I think pretty easy for people who maybe don't have as much experience to kind of like be like, okay, that makes sense, you know, as far as like understanding that, that was that was one of the one of the goals to um because i mean the way i see it at least everything that has to do with rhythm is more like a puzzle than like you don't have to really know music theory yeah yeah it's a different kind of so I, I i try as much as i can i try to just not use western notation as much as i can i mean obviously i, I use it in, in real life all the time yeah but i i I, in in the videos, I try to just make it because the the ideas are simple. The the it's just basically just you know you're playing with blocks. You bring this one here and this one here and this this like whatever stuff like that. And it's it's I believe it's more simple than what other people believe. Yeah, it's all like I I was trying to do it. Tell people like just to think of it as numbers and and like basic math pretty much. I think if you know like addition and subtraction you can pretty much do the, the majority of this stuff everyone i mean a few people ask me like you must be crazy at math it's like i am not not really no i mean the amount... it's, just, it's very very it's very very specific kind yeah. of like yeah it's 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 the 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 tricky part is translating math to music that's 
that is very hard to explain because the number five in math means one thing. The number five in music can be, I, I can play it in so many different ways. I can make you feel different things. And that it's, it's hard to detach the feeling from the number or vice versa. It has to, it's hard to attach a feeling to, to a, a number. number. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of difficult, but I mean, I saw, I saw, I saw a couple of your videos and I saw the, the, the first one I saw was the animals. Yeah. One. And I mean, so that that's, that's freaking high level stuff. Yeah. And, and, and it, like I'm using notation for the most part, which I think I, I do run into a lot of limitations with that. Um, because some of these rhythms don't necessarily fit in kind of the Western music theory sort of thing that mm-hmm. well. Um, so you have to come up with sort of weird ways to get around that. But I, I that was really, t- I mean, that was the hardest song I've probably analyzed rhythmically. Like a lot of stuff I'm doing is not that extreme, but I don't know. I thought it was a fun challenge is, they, anyway. They released it. And then like my, a bunch of people in my comments just like send me that song. Like you have yeah, to yeah. look at that song. And I already had like a list of the things that <laughs> I wanted to do. And I was like, oh my God, like fucking Matt Garskis were going to probably kill me with whatever it, they did. Yeah, yeah. I listened to the song and it's like, this is going to take me so long <laughs> to do this. And then I'm like, and then your vision was suggested. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, please, if this is a good, because I don't, I, I, if I see videos that that songs that other people did uh, videos about and they're good, yeah, I don't do videos about them. I just share those because I don't see the point. Yeah, yeah, I was going um, to double down. So I, I saw it and I was like, please, if it's if it's good and it's correct <laughs> in my standards, I'm just going to share this with all my with everyone who's and then I watch it and it's like, thank God, I'm not going <laughs> to do this video. Well, you're, you're uh, welcome. So I just. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, it's great, man. And I, I, I just shared it with everyone, everyone who asked. I'm like, I'm actually not going to do it because uh, there's a really good one here. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I know it for sure. Like I've seen a couple of videos, like some of your videos, you've done songs and I, there were ones that I thought about doing. I was like, nah, there's no reason to if someone else has already done it. And that's, yeah, done. that's, um, I saw a few that, that I just like, didn't agree with the way it was analyzed. Yeah, so yeah. I'll just give it my version. But some videos are like, I mean, if you want to know how this just, yeah, there's. Yeah. And, and that's the interesting thing about, I guess, the YouTube music theory sort of community or whatever. It's like, there's a lot of really good stuff out there, but it's like anything on the internet. You got to like weed through the stuff that isn't so good too. Cause there's a lot of yeah, yeah, analysis yeah. out there. You're like, nah, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> um, but so if you're, when you're picking songs to analyze, is that, like are you doing a lot of suggestions based on what people want are you also doing kind of what you want to do or is it like a combo it's a combo with with more um probably more emphasis on what i want to do okay i mean i i i I track all of the all of the suggestions that i get some of them are just you know either like for example, I a bunch of people want me to analyze uh, a Dance of Eternity. Oh yeah, yeah. Which it doesn't have even one pole rhythm. In, yeah, no, or it, maybe has one. Yeah, it's just you know a bunch of just like changing just meters. Time signature changes, yeah. Which I may do a video about just because it's funny to just do that. But it's it's um 
so, like some suggestions are not are just not really I don't really have much to say about them um but some some of the stuff I, I mean some of the stuff in the channel are from just people just you know send me a song and it's just like I never heard of this artist and this is amazing yeah a lot of the of the stuff um but I I just I do have an agenda that I want to like push through so so I'm, I'm trying to uh kind of like balance between stuff that people want and stuff that I want to just make more like I want to put an emphasis on you know all the Indian stuff that I like I want more people to know about that I kind of want more people to know that polyrhythms don't doesn't have to be in like a super metal setting there's also plenty of other genres that just have polyrhythms but those videos don't do as well which is fine by me um you know, I'll just post a sugar video and just it, it would yeah, work. Yeah, of course, people like it. But I'm I'm just trying to to. There's this preconceived idea about polyrhythms that is you know it's an extreme method, so extreme musicians use <laughs> yeah. it, and it's like. <clears throat> Sorry, my go? camera went away. Oh. It's coming back. <laughs> it timed out. <laughs> um, so I'm like, I mean, sure, yeah. There's a lot of I have a shit ton of metal examples. There's a lot, but. There's also other ways to do it. And I just like, I, I want to like raise the awareness of just the, the, the method and not just the, like the, the stigma people have. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. You're, you're more interested in, you want, you have certain, I mean, obviously there's certain music I think you want to turn people onto that you enjoy that you think they should enjoy as well, which is great. But also you, mm -hmm. you probably have certain concepts you're like, you're trying to really talk about and you can't always do that if you're like doing a bunch of suggestions of you know doing my sugar song yeah and and i i try I, it doesn't always work but i, I try to to also find i, I because i have I, I can give you a list of a million examples that just sound bad yeah it's very easy for a polarism to sound yep. bad because yeah. it, it can just sound like an exercise and a lot of the examples just sound like exercise you hear this and then you hear this again just with a different drum group it's just like okay what's the point it's it's, it's not it's, there's nothing pleasing about it and that's why people don't like it because this example just doesn't sound good so i try to find, exa find examples that i think actually work like they do justice yeah. to, to themselves kind of yeah. uh, sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but um I mean, you have to enjoy the music you're talking about. You know, if you're just talking about something just because, like, that's, I don't know. I, I feel, feel like if you're not passionate about doing this, like, why would you want to make a you know tw video that's going to take 20 hours to make <laughs> to talk about a song that you don't care about, you know? There are one or two songs, I won't mention which, <laughs> <laughs> that just people requested a lot that I, that I didn't know. And I checked it out and I analyzed it and I, I just really, do, I don't like, I don't like the way it's been, like, it's a, it's a good example for something. It's maybe like, like a very, very, something that's very, very confusing or something that's very, very, I don't know, like out there. So it's a good example to talk about. I just think the execution is not very, okay. I won't listen to it in my free time. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I won't tell you which ones. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> no, you don't have to, you don't have to name names. That doesn't matter. You've made so many videos, no one's gonna know who. You're yeah, obviously not true. talking about your own band, right? <laughs> uh, no, uh, actually, it's it's funny because um, 
One of my, the, the examples from my own band is like a, uh, it's one part from a three, it's like a three part, three video series, mini series. Yeah. Kind of. And like the example from my band is that is my favorite. Yeah. And I don't know if it's, it's like, okay. No, to no, say that's that or not. <laughs> I think you should enjoy your own music, right? You shouldn't, I think, yeah, it's like, I don't know if I write something and I don't like it, then why would I write it? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just like, yeah, I, I, I do like this the most. And yeah, this is my band. But it's, yeah, it's good. <laughs> so I was, I was wondering, does, does Hego have any plans? Do you have any plans for future albums or music? Um, Hago doesn't exist anymore. Hey, Hago doesn't exist. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's an interesting album. It's, it's, uh, we, we're all uh, Berkeley people yeah. when, when we were at Berkeley. And... Uh, it's basically it's uh that album is just very very well produced uh homework assignments oh okay <laughs> interesting <laughs> basically which is yeah which is it's it's all homework assignments from like from two of the band members okay. and um just after like you know school ended and blah 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 and uh, the, the band doesn't really exist anymore me and the the guitar player he's the main writer mm-hmm and um, me and him, we still have some projects. Okay. We still do a lot of projects together, but it's, it's unrelated to that. I, 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 I don't, I'm not sure if we're going to do anything like that anymore. I hope we do because it was really fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's get, so it was, it was kind of like a one-off sort of a thing. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, quite a one-off. That album is heavy. It's a heavy listen. It's a, it's it's good. Packed. So actually, um, my friend of mine found that album and he sent it to me back, I guess, when was it? 2018. And I remember listening to it and I was like, Oh, this is awesome. So, and then later after I started watching your videos, like at some point I made the connection. I was like, I think this guy is in, <laughs> was the drummer. from Hego. I was like, this sounds like the kind of stuff that he was doing in that. So, um, I, just, album, yeah, I, I really like that album. No, it's great. It's good. It's got a lot. It's like got all the sort of things that I really enjoy, like cool rhythms and fun, like jazz, oh, jazz, fun jazz chords and, yeah you know, <laughs> cool, cool solos and stuff it's all good so you if you're writing parts for something like that how how detailed does the person who's writing the music how detailed are the parts that they send you how much free like creativity do you have on your end when it comes to the drum parts uh so it depends on which project you're talking about if you're talking about how specifically yeah well um, yeah it's something something that's complex rhythmically like that like, so the the guitar player who wrote all of them of the uh, most of like ninety percent of the stuff, um, we were roommates at the time. Okay. So it's basically you know he would write a riff and we would just kind of, kind of he would write something very basic, but I would just you know you know I would hear something cool come to his room, fix something up with a drum. Yeah. So it's 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 that was like a kind of like a shared effort, but we would just lay out. MIDI drums for like very not basic because it can't be basic, but the 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 least detailed grooves that we can okay. do that have the, all the information needed. You know, just the dynamics, whatever. If it's half time, not half time, uh, tom groove, uh, double time, whatever. And once the song is done, I kind of already know what I'm going to do with it. So that just just keep it doom doom ka 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 ka. I know what I'm gonna do. It's, it's fine. Like it's 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 fine. If he needed more detail, I would just probably just come up with a groove and write it down. Okay. 
like in MIDI and then we can hear it. But it's it's mainly uh, for that specific project. It was mainly it was kind of like a combination, but I was always it was always intended for me to play. So we we kind of let ourselves cut corners in the in the MIDI because. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, don't worry, I'll do something cool. Don't worry. Just, <laughs> just put in like a, it'll, it'll be cool. It'll be there'll cool. be a fill here. I'll just put in whatever for the time being. Exactly. So, so I'll just, just put in 64th notes and put whatever you want. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'll do something else. Yeah, yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> cool. Yeah. With other, with, uh, with other projects, it's, um, I mean, people, mostly people don't know how to write drums correctly. Yeah. Which is fine because it's a really, really very weird instrument to me to write in MIDI. So mostly just people send whatever with like a shit ton of apologies. I'm sorry, the drum <laughs> sucks and all that. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's fine. No one really knows how to write it. It's, it's okay. And then mainly what I take is, is just the, 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 the overall like vibe and dynamics. That's what I use. Okay. So if it suddenly goes into like, you know, super high energy something, that's what I need to focus on. Okay, this is super high energy something. So I need to do something that is high energy. Not necessarily tuka, tutuka. I can do a bunch of other things, but I need to keep the impact that it has, kind of. Well, that's that's interesting. Because, I, yeah, I don't know. I, I get that too sometimes with guitars. Like if someone sends you music or something to learn and record, it's like they, they don't really understand the 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 way that instrument is played like sometimes you get something you're like uh i don't know what i'm supposed to do with this or i i i, I was i'm guilty of that i didn't know or you get like chords that are impossible to play like like i can't either like, that i wrote a, i wrote a riff that has very high stuff on yeah. uh, when the bass is the bass was f and you had uh-huh. to go back to f all the time yeah. it was just he's like no i can't jump i down. thought it was like oh open string blah 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 like, <laughs> yeah that's not an f dude <laughs> how often like, do you yeah. get someone who like uh has something written where it's like you know four or five instruments at once where it's like physically ah, that happens all the time you have double bass stuff and then the hi-hat uh sub with the hi-hat and it's like dude i can't play this and you're like what but if you if you practice you can play it's like it's, no, I physically no, can't not, jump it's, over. It's like I can, I, I can't. No. <laughs> but but I I bet if I was to write something for like a saxophone player, they'd be like, "What the heck is this? Like, I was <laughs> supposed to play this." I so. I kind of think it's easier for for when it comes to melody. I think it's a on on one side it's easier because I can I can write a melody, you know, right now, and you can probably find a way to play oh, it yeah, on your instrument, sure. um, and then. But the flip side of it is if I write a melody and it doesn't work, there's a problem because if you change it, you change my melody, which I don't want. But if you if we stick with my melody, it's you, it can't be played. With drums, it's kind of different because no one really, it's going to sound bad, no one really cares <laughs> what the drums, it, 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 you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I know. So it's like if I hit this symbol or this, if I do this fill or this fill, it doesn't really matter. It's uh, it's 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 mainly just the 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 impact. It has to be have the same impact. Yeah. So I'm very free to just I'm I'm doing it right now. There's I'm recording this album from this guitar player in, in a month or two, and you know he sent me some MIDI drums and I don't do any of his parts, but I do something that has the same dynamic impact, kind of. Yeah. It kind of varies. I, I feel like for myself, I've gotten... Well, because I've used program drums for the last couple of years, 
on a lot of stuff. Like I've gotten super detailed on the drums themselves because I, I want to try to make it sound at least somewhat realistic. And so like, as I've gone along, I used to write just like a basic groove, you know what I mean? Like kick following guitar or whatever, and like backbeat or whatever. And, and lately I've been getting really detailed on the drum parts. And so when I've sent it to drummers, yeah, some people get, get, sorry to interrupt. No, no, you're good. some, Some people just get that, you know, choose to take that step and get into it. I have a friend of mine who sometimes sends me stuff and it's like, fuck, ghost notes and yeah, everything. Yeah. And, you know, you there's like no duplicate. Nothing is copy paste. You hear like, and then you're like, dude, I wrote some, uh, I, I wrote some Yogev feels. I'm like, what do you mean? And then <laughs> I, I hear what he's in. It's like, fuck, this is exactly what I would do here. Like, exactly. That's awesome. <laughs> They're like, you know, dynamics, ghost notes, everything. It's just like, wow, that's very impressive. Now, if you were to play something like that, that was really like written out that detailed would it be would that be as enjoyable to you as like creating your own parts it depends on what depends because on 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 the the you know the, the dry answer is yes for sure yeah. i love doing that but it depends how well the drums are written okay yeah so i i had a project where the the, the vocalist wrote drums and Eventually, I, I realized that he wants me to play exactly what he wrote, which I, I have no problem with doing that. But if the drums are not written correctly, like if there's a fill and then there's a crash with no kick drum, <laughs> and you want that, it's like, no, dude, I'm not going to play that. Yeah. Like, seriously, I'm just not. And it, there's some like, I don't know, he tried to write like a fancy groove with like open hi-hat, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, this can't be played. This is not possible. I can probably fake something that sounds like it, but it sounds terrible. It sounds very, very, I can do small adjustments yeah. and fix it. But he was like, no. And I was like, so no. <laughs> so I, I just, I, I can't. So, there you go. so it depends. If someone who knows what they write, writes something and just tells me, do exactly this, I'm fine with that completely. Because especially if you would write a drum part, you would do you would write fills i would never play like which is really cool well that's the one thing at least for myself where i feel like i feel like the grooves and stuff i can write cool stuff the fills i'm always like mm, yeah because i'm not a drummer so i don't really know you know i kind of know how it works but like i feel like i end up just doing like really like cliche you know double bass fills and stuff but maybe but if it were like every once in a while you'll write something because you i mean i feel like you as a guitar player, you come from like, you you come with your background as a guitar player. Yeah, yeah. And then you're like, okay, I need to write a fill. And you'll just think as a guitar player because you have to. Kind of. yeah, yeah. It's like if me, if I will write a guitar solo, <laughs> yeah, it would probably be, it would probably, it, it, it would probably won't be the most heart melting melodies you've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> it probably won't be that. It probably be really cool rhythmic. So it's, I, I like doing those actually. Yeah, and, and like for me, if I if I write a film, my main thing is trying to make it latch on musically with whatever's happening underneath. You know, I feel like if I focus mm -hmm. on that, then I can make a film that will at least sound musical in context, even if it's not exactly what a drummer would do. You know, if it's like hitting, and, you know, it's, it's, yeah. But but sometimes drummers would fall to the trap of like you know, oh, I need to play a drum fill, shut off all the music. Yeah, playing a drum fill, kind of. 
and and you won't have that you won't have that tendency yep because you 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 don't have drum fill agendas you want to play yeah Sure. Dude, I've learned this fucking cool six-year-old ball. <laughs> I want to play it. I'm going to look for a place to play it. It's like, no. Yeah. There's music, and you will react to the music. It's different. Yeah, And that's something I've had to put aside as a guitar player. Is like, if I'm writing music, because I feel like I end up writing... I'm, I'm more focused on writing music now than I do even playing guitar. And like, I have to put aside my guitar player when I'm writing. Because so much of me wants to be like, okay, well, it's time to throw in like a cool lick here or whatever. But then in co- and when I think about it, I'm like, well, that's not really the best thing for the song at this point during it. You know? So you have to kind of like put your ego out of it and try to do what's best. Yeah. yeah. That's why there's not too many guitar player albums that I like. You, you very much hear it. You just hear it. It's just like, okay, that was just a bunch of stuff. Like an excuse to support the solo that you learned. Yeah, yeah, and like, and I grew up with that stuff, like all the, you know, Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, like the Shredder album. Yeah, um, and that was I a mean, big, me too. That was a big influence <laughs> growing up, and some of it's really cool. But you know, I, I kind of agree when I look back on some of it. I'm like, this feels just like a backing track for a solo. There's a bunch of yeah. I mean, if you listen to a drummer's albums as well, nothing. It's like, okay, this is very cool rhythmic stuff and or very cool grooves. But give me something. I yeah, want yeah. to I, well, give me a melody. Give me something. What would be what would be a, like a drummer album that you really like? There's one album, the uh, uh, Swiss drummer called uh, Altonatic. You know Tigran? Tigran Hamasian? Oh yeah, I love Tigran. So his drummer? Okay. He has an album that is just very much not an a, a drum album. It's yeah. just like very just beautiful songs. Which surprisingly, I mean, it, you know, it doesn't seem like from the channel, but that's mostly what I listen to is like a lot of singer-songwriter stuff. Yeah. I, I love that kind of stuff. And he had he one of his albums, I, I forget which one, I bought one a while back, is simply amazing. A lot of the other drummer stuff, it's just like, I lose interest yeah. very quickly. I'll have to check it out. I mean, yeah, I'm a huge T- Tigran fan. You played with, did you play with, you played with Tigran, right? Mm-hmm. You about that? When you were Berkeley, or was when that... I was Berkeley, yeah, I, I played with him. And he came to Berkeley for uh, for a show and like workshops and blah, blah blah and all that. And that was um, his show had like three big parts. One was okay. uh, was like a solo piano thing, yeah. and then they had a thing with an orchestra, and then he had like a fusion set. So I was part of the fusion set, but then he called me to sub for oh, nice. the shows, which was incredible. How was it learning that stuff? It's, uh, it's, it's interesting because at that point, I, I, I mean, I, I was and am a huge fan. So it's kind of like I, you knew the I, don't, music I don't really need to learn anything. Yeah, I, 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 I've listened to it so many times. It's like up until he asked me to play, it's like I kind of know it. But, um, and he also gave me like three months in advance. Oh, okay, that's was, a lot there of time. Was, yeah, there was, there was a lot of time. But uh, there was no rehearsals. Oh. for that show so it's like it's a trio show it's me him and a bass player yep and we had no rehearsals we just i i mean just fly to portland it was in portland oregon oh, nice. fly to 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 portland and sound check is, is the first time we meet <laughs> wow and you know the, the music is not the easiest stuff <laughs> ever written <laughs> so my my goal was just like okay i have to get to a point where 
two weeks before the gig, I am so sick of playing this music because I played it so much. That's where, like, that's where I want to get to. And I mean, I had to practice, I practiced stuff like, which was very funny. I had to practice stuff like during, let's say piano solos, I had to remember to practice like, who am I looking at because who is queuing out? Mm. Stuff like that, stuff that, you know, like live cues yeah. and stuff like that, that you just get over time. I don't have the luxury of the, of the, of doing it all of time because just going to do it once. So I kind of, I, I just kind of got to a point and I did, I got to a point where a week or two before I was really, I didn't really, I really didn't want to go practice because I'm like, I can't listen to this song. <laughs> I just can't. This is, I'm going to puke because I, I just go there and it's just, <sighs> like serious like oh, okay it's like oh three more songs Jesus. <laughs> okay, just just yeah, I, I wanted to get to that point so i'm just the music is so easy yeah, for me yeah. to play that i can actually be you know with my head with my looking for like eye contact because it's going to be stressful and it worked it was a great show nice so how much improv if you're when you're playing with tigran how much improv was there or how much of it was like planned out because it feels like his music is very much composed at least when i listen to it his music is very very composed and his drum parts are very very composed um there are some solo sections that are maybe a little bit um there's a little bit of freedom uh i didn't take that much of like you know too many risks yeah or something just because you know it's the first time i play with in that scenario and probably the last time i played with that scenario i don't want to screw it up yeah <laughs> yeah I, don't, I mean i don't i don't want to try something fancy and then you know whatever um there was one song that had a huge like a big like improvised intro so that was completely just you know do whatever you want yeah. but it, that was kind of mellow so it's just like you know sounds and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it was but it, it, a lot of it is written down which makes it easier to to prepare for I feel like you'd want to have some kind of rehearsal if there was going to be more improv involved because you'd want to be able to play off the other people at least a little bit. But yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's part of the job. But it's it's like it's like it's kind of like going if if you go play a sugar gig now, you have you have all the information yeah. ahead of time. There's nothing that you would have to like you know. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll I have to wing it on the spot. No, everything is written down. Okay, everything is. Uh, were you on a click for that one? No, no, no click. Okay, so that's more loose. I figured not since it's jazz, but yeah, yeah, if tempos fluctuate, yeah. blah, 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 and all that. People take it slower, take it faster. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like both, but it's a uh... yeah, it's fun to play without a click. You know, I feel like with, especially the kind of music that I do, it's like it's always on a grid and like on a click. But sometimes it's fun to just jam with other people and not have have like a click blaring. What was the head. type of uh, like genre that you write? Uh, mostly for like progressive metal, progressive rock with, with like a fusion influence too. Um, and, and, you know, and I'm dealing with a lot of virtual instruments and stuff. So it's all very much, uh, you know, to a grid, you know, for the most part. Ah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And, but there's like a, you have a band, a group. Um, well, I was in a progressive metal band a few years ago, a sense of gravity. We've, uh, since disbanded or on an indefinite hiatus. <laughs> You know, everyone's got kids now and you move on yeah. with life. So most of, at least for myself, what I do is just on my own. And then I'm in a few cover bands and stuff just for the sake of making money, you know. 
as, ah, no, no, sure, sure. as one has to that. as one has to do these days yeah, yeah. <laughs> go and play some top 40 you know music or whatever yeah i i did um when i was doing the the a bunch of mishuga videos like a lot of the, the uh, i was listening to Mish, like sugar all the time analyzing sugar all the time blah, blah, blah. and at the same time i had to i played a few uh, uh george michael cover shows oh, nice. <laughs> so like those are the two things i had to listen to for like for uh for a while and at some, at some point it's like yo jesus both of them have like the same backbeat it's kind of like the same thing but like no <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was in a band for a while that just did Elton John and Billy Joel. It's <laughs> amazing. It was super fun, and the chord progressions are really cool. And and so, like, it is interesting. You see the similarities. You know, I go and analyze some prog or write some prog or whatever, and then I go play that stuff, and I'm like, well, I can see the, you know, the connections here and there, and and some of the stuff you pick up stuff from other styles of music you wouldn't expect to. You'd be like, wow, that's a really cool chord progression. Like, I should try to use that somewhere. You know? Ah, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think I think a lot of people that listen to advanced music quote-unquote like tend to to do themselves a disservice by not by being a snob essentially you know and not being like willing to to look down on the lesser kind of music lesser quote-unquote lesser yeah yeah, yeah, huge yeah yeah. no i'm sure i I was one of those for sure you know i grew up listening to like dream theater yep that was like i said that's it yeah and then i mean it, 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 it came to a point where it's where it's like I'm not gonna listen to that because that's not dream th- like dream theater is 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 harder. Yeah, it's more yeah. advanced than this. This isn't. So I won't this, listen to this. This isn't technical enough. I can't listen to this. Exactly. But then I kind of like realized it's like okay, you don't have to be a kid about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, it. It's not necessarily like you don't have to stop listening to dream theater to go on and listen to other stuff. Yeah. Which. At least here, I don't, I don't actually. I wonder how is it there because a lot, a, a, like, better part of almost hundred percent of my of people that I grew up with, who listened to like prog and whatever when they grew up, when they transferred to other s- styles, they stopped listening to previous hmm. stuff. So like, there was the dream theater phase. It's over, and now there's a new phase. Or there's like a metal phase that is over, and now there's a jazz phase. Now that's over, and that <laughs> doesn't exist anymore. For it was never like that for me. I kind of just like accumulate. I still have, I still have like days where I just you know put on whatever six degrees from top to bottom. No, and and I I'm actually kind of the same way. Dream Theater was like the first big band for me, too. And and as I kind of learned other things and i feel like it all just kind of added on top of each other for myself like i went through a phase where i was listening to a lot of fusion and then it was a phase where i was listening to super heavy like extreme metal and you know whatever and now it kind of i feel like it just kind of all kind of combined together <laughs> at in some point um mm-hmm. i don't yeah i think that's kind of it's interesting if if some people like move on and like never look back to what they had before i don't know i feel like that's how you come up with your own kind of style and sound as a musician is like just combining as many things as you possibly can. At least that's been my experience. I agree. I agree. Cause it's like, if you just listen, like you can tell if a musician just listens to one other musician because <laughs> they end up being just like a, ah, co- yeah, a yeah, copycat, yeah, yeah. you know? You, 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 yeah. You can just hear it. Just hear it. Yeah. Or even if they just listen to a couple or just like one style of music, you know, but if, mm-hmm. if you're willing to like open yourself up to other, to as many things as possible, I feel like that kind of, starts to give you your own sound you know 
I mean, and 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 you can you can hear that. That's the thing. You you can you can hear that. What's a good example? Ah, I just heard something. You hear like a, this metal band that went to this section where, like, you know, Opeth would have a lot of those. Where you hear the section, and it's like you guys clearly listen to a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. This this doesn't like this doesn't come from the metal from metal. And, and and I love it. I love it. No, it, it. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I I don't know. I feel like if I, even l- learning and playing pop music, like that has influenced myself as a musician, and I think in a good way because it's kind of made me think about different things than I would normally think about. You know. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I really appreciate you talking with me. It's been really man. Fun. It was. It's a pleasure. I'm always happy to talk about music. Yeah, talking stuff. about music is, is always a good time. So where can where can people check you out if they don't know? Um, YouTube would probably be the best. Yeah, I guess because YouTube is uh, like the you know, full episodes are there. All of my stuff is there, and um, my YouTube channel is currently mainly probably the time-consuming stuff. Though I used to, I also have some some like obscure covers there that I did. You have a couple of interviews too that you've done in the past. I watched a few of those. Yeah, I tried to do those. I'm, uh, I, I just got to. I, I, I just realized that the the it's very stressful yeah. to do those. No, it is for sure. It's it's uh, so I got to the point where it's like, oh, maybe I'll do it. I'll, maybe I'll continue with those later. <laughs> and I'm I'm trying to get more people to to uh, to participate in those. I'm, I'm I'm yeah, but yeah, interviews are, are kind of weird. But I think I think YouTube is probably the yeah, the best uh, place to find me. And I would guess that a lot of the people that follow what I do are already following you because, you know, some doing somewhat similar stuff. In, it's pr- yeah, it's you know, so. so similar stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, I know, I know that I I directed a bunch of people from from my comments to your channel, and um, I'm I'm sure there's a huge oh, yeah. overlap. Well, I really I really appreciate that. It's you know, <laughs> obviously you have a you Not have a, sure. a much larger following me, so it's it's really it's great when you you're willing to. <laughs> to reach out to ah, the no, little man, guys. you're doing a great job. So it's just like, if, if I wouldn't do it, if I didn't agree with what's said in the, with the way. Oh yeah, for sure. No. And, and I appreciate so it's that. Like, yeah. That makes, that makes me feel good about doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> Cause you know, I feel like sometimes I have an imposter syndrome, like, you know, hey, why do I really have the skills to, to do this kind of stuff? But, ah, um, we all have that. that I think that's so called I've, just being a musician in general. Exactly. So um, I, I got to a point where I just I understood that everyone has it. Yeah. So it's like, oh, so I'm just like everyone. Okay. I think fine. I think 95 percent of being a musician is just like crippling self doubt. Like exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. It's like, I, am I good enough to do yeah. this? And you just you just push through it because you enjoy music so much. That's exactly. And it's uh, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, it's so there's there's the, the, the psychological side of being a musician is uh, very interesting. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Well, thank you so much for being here. And uh, anyone who's watching, please check out all of yoga stuff. And uh, I'm going to try to do another interview with other people here in the future. So thank you. Thank you.